Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hey, B, producer Luke. Oh, actually, really quick, I meant to tell you this. You know that podcast you talked about the other day, The Salty Dogs, my favourite NFL yes. podcast? Oh, yeah. Two NFL blokes, uh, sorry, Tampa Bay Buccaneer staff members do yes. it. We spoke about that the other day and said, you know, it's a bit like us. They're, they hate each other but love each other, been together 30 years. Yeah. They listened to us talking about that. I'll have to find the audio for you tomorrow. And they they, compl- they said something around you being very witty or funny, which you probably haven't heard before. So oh, just no, not from either of you. <laughs> Oh, we Give praise, me evidence of it now. We praise I've, you in other ways. I've, I've, that sounds sex. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Praise me? How? Is that your praising of oh, people? Oh, you know, like people that are into feet and whatever. Like you start at the feet and I don't know what you'd have to. I don't, you mean I don't do feet. worship? Oh, oh yeah, that's a different, that's a category. <laughs> Prog cleaners outside Googling foot worship. Um, <laughs> Not on my computer. <laughs> Um, I had a point. Oh, yeah, that, and then we move on. So, segue. I had a boxing class this morning, and I'm actually really disappointed because I got got socked the hardest I've ever been punched in the face, to be honest with you. And I did not get one mark to go with it. I thought at least I'm going to get... If I'm going to get... Yeah. Not shame, because it's like (laughs) the guy's better than me. But I thought, oh, you know, that was forceful, and I kind of just walked into this guy's fist, Mm. to be honest with you. And I thought, oh... I'm going to have a great black eye. I'm going to have a story to tell, yada, yada. Not a thing. Uh, and it was on my right cheekbone, and it's been sore all day. Not a thing. It looks slightly puffy. I but appreciate your line. You wear a cap, so it looks dark around I your eyes anyway. Cap off. Oh, no, it's a visual Can you see, it is slightly yeah, puffy it is on that actually, right side. It is really puffy on that yes. side. Yes. <laughs> I might go into the bathroom and just punch myself in the spot a bit more. So when Wait, I go home, I get sympathy. I've seen crime shows about people like you. What, punching themselves? No, in the ma- like masochists who like hurting themselves no, and get off on pain. Like, no, no, okay. You know what you should do? You should go home and like get some ash and just kind of like rub it on that. Can I just be really clear? I, I don't get off on pain. I get off on the fact that if I go home with a black eye, I might get sympathy and get the chores done for me rather than having to help. My black because eye's not going to stop you from cleaning the because kitchen. Because a black eye of something that you <sighs> chose to do. For my mental health and my physical health. Oh, yeah, gosh, going to throw that one out there. You know, I didn't put on weight from this past weekend. Good work. It's good. We had a wanky event in Sydney, and at the after party, I'm trying to remember back to all of it, I had four serves of fish and chips, about six sliders. Also, that day oh. had about 50,000 beers. So you're the reason I didn't get any fish and chips. Yeah, I didn't get any It food. was so good. I got tomato <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Somebody shoot, shoot, suit in front of our CFO's name's Tim. Shout out! Didn't know that till the night. And he said, "Oh, hi. What do you do?" I said, "Oh, shit, radio show. What do you do?" Oh, I'm the third big boss. I'm the person that pays you and is now deciding you Good deserve fun. less. Shout out, Tim. Ross. Wow, really important to you. No, he was. I just, I'm not a surname person. I didn't know Luke's till three months in. Really? It's so close to his first name. Yeah, but I wouldn't guess that. When I meet a Steve, I don't think, oh, it's probably Steve Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of hope it is. Oh, that would make the world so much easier. Lockie <laughs> Lockinson. You know yeah. you know I took a date who is a girl that works with us, Hannah, to the radio awards on the weekend. And she I had did fun? that. I did the same thing. Yeah, she yep. enjoyed it. She sent me a bunch of flowers actually to say thank you. Oh, but didn't send I um me I said to her, I was like, just an FYI, my husband's really good at this, but if I don't tell you someone's name and introduce you immediately, oh, yep. can you like go hard and do that straight away? Because it means I didn't remember their name. And she was a boss at that. Right. I would be like, hey, oh my gosh, so good to see you. She picked up on it. She's like, sorry, I'm I'm Hannah. What was your name? <laughs> 
That's a skill. In. That yeah, is, right. yeah. Yeah, like Alex was always awkward at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm Alex. What was your name? Obvious at the end. We should get her, I don't know what role, but we should get her involved in the show next year. I love okay. her so What's much. our payroll do? Can you have a second producer? Uh, maybe. She's really good at, like, not hiding her emotions on her face. Yeah, so if we do a really bad bit, she'll come in and just look at us. But, oh my God. When people came up to me that weren't that great, like wankers. Oh, there's some wankers. She would be like... Just, oh. you know, Again, this is an audio medium. <laughs> um, it was great. I, I met um, one of my nerd heroes. I met Dan Ganane. Oh, yeah. He's my favourite rugby league caller He's on awesome. the weekend. He's such a good footy caller. I got a photo with him too. Oh. I didn't meet any famous people because I didn't want to like go yeah. up to them out of the blue and they're always talking to people and you're that idiot who's like, hey. I, I know, did that once to yeah. Sam Pang. At this same event. Ah. Oh. And I just was like... Did he care? Yeah, no, he actually oh. was really nice. Yeah, right. He, Do you know I don't know if it was sarcastic or not, but he's like, thanks for coming and asking for a photo. Oh, he seems like a freaking legend. John was weird, though, that was cute, was a girl came up to me and said that she loved us and had a photo of us on her background screen. Oh. <laughs> what? She loves the show. Yeah. She admires us. The next part. She had like a montage of all the radio shows she loves and we were on there. That's some real radio nerds. Yeah, stuff. and it was like a lot of really good people, <laughs> and then us. And I was like, "Did you just run out of space?" <laughs> she had the spare square. Yeah. Like, I need to fill it with somebody. Uh, and it was then us. alphabetically. A B comes up really quickly. So. You know who's that'll not, do? No, no, these not good looking in videos. <laughs> I would, sh- if I was into blokes, Mick Malloy, good looking man. Yeah, I find him oh. sexy though because he's really funny and clever. No, no, no. But to stuff the funny and clever. I only care about aesthetics. Mm. When I saw him in person, I thought. Whoo. All right, Mick. All right. Yeah, right. Tell him. Why? No, I didn't. I'll send him this. Hey, Mick, I've never met you, mate, but, geez, if I was a woman, I'd pork you. I'd climb it over. I wouldn't (laughs) climb him like a tree. climb over you. Is he taller than you? Because you're pretty tall. No. No, Mick's shorter. Yeah, shorter. Okay, I'd jump over you. No, he'd jump on No one. Again, not a woman, (laughs) so it doesn't matter. Or, Or a gay man. I think he has a partner. And so do you. The end. Yeah, but yeah, the world's like, I grew a pineapple, you know, pineapple in the bowl. And <laughs> Once again, pineapple. That's on the, that was a bad joke. Feature it in there. Radio <laughs> show today, what do we got? Uh, well, yeah, you did accidentally grow a pineapple. Yeah. Um, we'd heard a few Are you going to put people. it upside down onto your door and invite Mick Muller over? Are they meant to be upside down? I think so. Yeah. Mm, for that. I'm not really sure. Why do you know that? Because we Cause did that parents. on the show. Oh, yeah, that, my, yeah, yeah. Parents. <laughs> my parents definitely are swingers. Um, we did it on this show. Remember we tried to find the swinging capital of Queensland? And it was um, Central, Central Queensland. Central Queensland. Yeah. Heaps of upside down pineapples and people yeah, didn't yeah. know what they meant until that moment. Over, so we really changed the... Over steak in Rocky <laughs> than a sausage for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Under the pineapple. <laughs> um, so, AB, you had a wardrobe malfunction on the red carpet at the event over the weekend, and uh, yeah, a lot of other people had... Uh, <laughs> not a good one. Not a good tit or not a good joke? Not a good mal- wardrobe malfunction. The like less fun one. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say it's my partner because I get in trouble. A woman that I dated for a long period of time <laughs> is convinced that you always have one good boob and one okay boob. 100%. All right. Yeah, mine's my right. I thought everyone knew. <laughs> her left. My um, right. Yeah, okay. they're always significantly different. It's like actually frustrating. Yeah. Really? I didn't yeah. know that until. Um, no, I didn't know that either. Even a perfect person with perfect person. boobs, I've asked yeah. before. Well, this but my friend has had, the most perky. Right. This individual has 
very perky. Yeah, she does. Bosoms? Yeah. You don't know. It's a, someone else. Oh, it's a different one. Yeah, it's not my... Because I'm not allowed to talk about my current partner in that way. Because one time I accidentally... I think I referenced, and I obviously didn't mean it, I referenced, I said, she looked great one night. She looked like a high-class escort. But in like in like a Russian like one. Like one that governors yeah. oh. go to. And exactly, exactly. Stuff. You can't call your partner. I understand that, which is why I don't talk about she's her anymore. The, she's the high-class escort that, yeah. that like when celebrities come to town, that yeah. they, their managers sort out. And she's on like 500 grand a year and ha- wears Cartier stuff. 500 grand? That seems not I've watched enough. a few shows about high-class hookers that are on that I'd be money. a hooker for 500 grand. Yeah, Same. 500 grand a pop, not a year. You would be a hooker. Do you reckon they get five hundred grand, grand a go? If they're that high, Please. high flying. If the if the if their clientele is that high, what's the highest? No, paid don't Google sex it. Worker on. Um, no, AB, stop. We also talked to Steve Watson from Whitsunday Crocs, uh, Crocodile Safaris. He was great. Yeah, I liked him. We talked about a croc fight. Anyway, that's on the podcast. Enjoy. Wait, the, I found uh, it. AB, no. I found one in America. No, not. I think it she was. earned one million US per year. Her name's Alice Little. But not per. No, yeah. per year. So, yeah, they wouldn't get 500 grand for a thing. She's the highest paid sex worker in the US. Who would you pay 500 grand? Which state do you think she lives in? Um, Florida. Emma Stone, I'd pay for. What? No. Florida. No. Quebec. Uh, Nevada. That's, that's so Vegas. Quebec. Oh, I didn't that's know we were in America. Yeah, anyway, she's in Nevada. We're done? Yes. All right. Have a good night. Night. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. On the weekend, we were at a awards night on Saturday night in Sydney. Myself, you, producer Luke, and a lot of other boring radio people. Anyway, that was beside the point. We... As per our show and every single person in it, we got to sort of like halfway through the event and someone pointed out that we didn't have a single photo together, even though there was a red cup. <laughs> I don't think we've ever, even prior to I don't think the three of us have ever had a photo together. Maybe when Luke first started, oh, I like, think we did. Welcome. Yeah, I think it was when we first started and it was on Instagram. And yeah. That was it. Oh, welcome, Only Derek. of the three of us. I'm a social media person, but I just forget often yeah. when I'm at events like that to take photos. People remind me. And honestly, I find it fatiguing, the amount of people with different angles and whatnot, at least with you three, you two, it was like, let's just get it done yeah. in a second. We're in the middle of the photo. I went to step back a little bit further so that you guys could come closer together and I felt a snap, and the heel of my shoe broke onto the red carpet. Cheap shoes, mate. They were brand new. They actually were cheap, to yep. be fair. They were 60 bucks, but they were brand new. It's not cheap. And I still had an entire half of an evening to get through Bro. with one shoe on a red carpet. It was a disaster. What did you do? I didn't pay attention to you after that. Uh, I just hung about and then went back to the Bare hotel foot. before the after party. Oh. No, I wore the part shoe. And then I went to the after party and changed shoes at the you, hotel on the way there. You should have gone full regional Queensland and just gone barefoot the rest of the Honestly, night. Honestly, I just, I said to myself at the beginning of the night, yep. you're not that guy. Right. You're not that guy anymore. It's an actual black tie event. You're mm. not going to wear no shoes, which I actually had to do the whole way to the cab to mm. get out of the hotel. One triple three five three though, have you ever had one? A wardrobe malfunction. Fun fact, by the way. Wardrobe malfunction was a term that was actually created by Justin Timberlake in 2004 at the Super Bowl when Janet Jackson had the top come down. Oh, that's right. She peekaboo with the the nipple. Yeah, the nip came out. That's when it was coined. And from there, we've had many a celebrity one. Jennifer Hawkins, I remember when she was walking the red carpet back around then, and she stepped on her skirt and pulled it off. 
like a heel caught on her sh- skirt and ripped the skirt is, off. But I'm sure it's good. Miss Australia? Sure. The original? Anyway. I mean, I Google. She sounds great. Maybe you weren't at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Maybe you weren't even at a red carpet. But we want to hear your best yep. wardrobe malfunctions, well, Queensland. Particularly if it was at your wedding or oh, maybe yeah. a big 40th birthday party or whatever. Spilled wine, your, Yours anything. wasn't even a drunk problem, but I reckon we'll get some drunk problems. D- usually alcohol maybe is involved. I did see a girl on Saturday night afterwards at the party. She was wearing a white dress, red wine all over the front. Poor and choice. I just said, just put this like statement necklace of this other girl's over yep. the top of it and you'll cover it up. Did right. the job. One triple three five three. The great wardrobe malfunctions at Queensland. We'll go to Port Douglas first. Sandra, what happened? Uh, on my wedding day, I was uh, sitting there. I'd just finished my makeup. I was all dressed up, ready to get out there and walk down the aisle, um, my sister's place. And I dropped a bottle of makeup down the front of my dress. Oh my gosh! Did you try to get it out? What happened was my mother took one look at my face, said, don't you dare cry, girl. Your makeup or your mascara will run. Um, took the top off, uh, raced out to the kitchen, washed the top, came back with the hairdryer and get, handed me a glass of champagne and dried the top off with the uh, hairdryer. And then I went down the aisle with a slightly damp top on. Oh, what a oh, wet, wet over day. makeup. So it was all gone. All the marks were gone. They were. They were. It turned out to be one of those miracle fabrics where things didn't really stain, so I was lucky. That is honestly horrific. Do you know that's why I always have soda water? Even before I was a soda water drinker, just in case red wine you stains. Spill so much. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I drop uh, a lot of things. Let's go to Mackay next. Uh, Steph joins us. Queensland's great wardrobe malfunctions. What's your story? And where was it? Hi there, I was going to the races in Mackay, um, my friend dropped us off, my husband said to me, um, are they your old shoes? I said, yep, they're my old shoes, they're my faves, they're great. Got out of the car, was walking into the races, lady behind me had sand shoes on and her husband said to her, um, you should have nice shoes on like that lady. Two seconds later, the whole sole of my shoe fell off <laughs> and it was flapping and I was walking along going, oh my gosh, so I've looked behind me, my friend was still parked where she had dropped us off so I flip-flopped back to her and they all said what are you going to do and I said it's okay Bunnings is not far away so I went to Bunnings um, got myself some Loctite glued the shoe up in her car got back out met my husband at the gate and went into the races for the day Um, during the day during the day sorry to you yeah but in um, a couple of people come to me and they said, oh, my shoe's broke. I said, I've got something to fix that. Here's the Loctite. Let's glue it. So glued the shoes up for them. Um, got in the car to go home with a friend also. And um, as I got out of the car, the whole shoe snapped in half. So it made the day with Loctite. It, perfect. Uh, this should have almost been how did you recover from a wardrobe Yeah, true, true. Because they're great stories. Unfortunately, it was nighttime. I don't think Bunnings would be open, but I would have tried otherwise. We'll go to Gladstone finally. Die, tell us about your wardrobe malfunction or did it happen to your friend? Oh, yeah, it wasn't actually me, it was my friend. It was mm. years ago when Waterside sort of first came in and we were at Service Paradise right on the cross from the main beach. They had this great water slide. People used to gather on the footpath and watch all the people having fun coming down, you know, splashing the water. And my friend came down, splash, come, stood up out of the water, flicking her hair around, trying to see, get the hair out of her face. And what she didn't realise was that her togs had completely come down around her waist and 
Like birds with a splash of black around everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, in that moment, as I am not a woman, die. Do you just embrace the glare? Did the top come back up pretty quickly? She, yeah, she pulled it up. She turned right. it back on the crowd to pull it up really fast, and I've never seen her as red as what she was. There's almost anyway, there's almost like exactly a, yeah. <laughs> there's almost like a unwritten rule yeah. that when women get out of the surf, I just yeah. always courteously look away in case because it happens harder. to the best of us. Um, you know, sand bottoms when your sandy bottoms pull down as well. Oof. A great sport for that water polo. The first time I ever watched a friend of mine played for Queensland for water polo. And they do the underwater TVs. I saw 11 bosoms that day. Yes, It was yes. my favourite ever sporting I, event. I've had three pairs of togs ripped off in one water polo game. I know we spoke earlier about uh, Tim Zhu winning that massive fight on the Gold Coast yesterday, but believe it or not, that was not the biggest clash over the last few days. Uh, it wasn't even in the boxing ring. I'm told it was in the Proserpine River where two colossals went head-to-head. To tell us more about this one, Mr Steve Watson from Whitsunday Crocodile Safari joins us. Steve, start us off. Who is Buffhead and who is he fighting? <laughs> How are we going, guys? Really well. Um, yeah, Buffhead's uh, one of the first big crocs we ever saw when we started our tour here back in 2000, so he's been around on the scene for quite a while. But he's probably a bit over the four-metre mark, about 4.2 metres. And um, as they do, they get a little bit antisocial when it starts to warm up in this part of the world. And uh, there's a bigger guy who's moved in and decided to give Buffett a bit of a run for his money. So uh, they were getting into it the other day right in front of our guests, which is pretty impressive. That is amazing. And we'll make sure that we post that footage as mm. well. Um, Steve, so in the crocodile world, if this guy, this other crocodile na- nicknamed Hunker, is bigger than Buffett. He automatically claims the territory. What happens to Buffett now? I mean, justice for Buffett. That's 23 <laughs> years he's called that his home. Uh, they, they move around all the time and not not necessarily the big guy's going to win the fight either. So there's been a few oh. cases where they've uh, come second, actually. But, um, no, they, um, they're always sort of competing for territory, females, food all sorts of things. So um, at the moment, this guy's moved in and Buffett's taken offence to that, so they've been into it. Uh, they're still at it today, actually. We had 70 kids from Mackay from a school down there out there checking out our, uh, our mm. location today, and uh, these guys are still at it today Round all two. day, but they're a little, bit, <laughs> right. a little bit more subdued, though. They're getting a bit worn out. Yeah. So, Steve, this could go down as one of the great croc rivalries of all time, but I'm a very visual person, and, and the idea of two crocs fighting each other is very similar to two T-Rexes to me because the arms are so short. So when they actually do go <laughs> mano y mano or croc to croc, what are the main weapons? Is it teeth? Are they tail lashing? How, how does the fight go down? Headbutts, mate. Usually. Really? Yeah, they just like whacking a couple of lumps of concrete together when you're sort of sitting near them. We see it quite a lot on the river. And um, Buffhead's licking his wounds at the moment. He's got a bit of claret running out of him again today. He's, oh. he's actually had his um, top jaw chewed off twice in the last three years, oh. actually. So he's, oh, the front of his nose we'll has stick come to off. Boxing. Yeah. We'll stick Do to you, boxing. I mean, <laughs> he should do. Yeah, he needs to find another occupation, I think. But, Steve, um, I mean, you've seen this before. Is it? going to end in bloodshed, in death potentially for one of them, or is Buffhead going to agree to leave? Sometimes um, it does end in death. We've, we've lost a couple up there in the river since we've been there. Uh, we lost a female, about an eight-footer, mm. and uh, we lost another male, about an 11-footer. So, um, yeah, it does happen occasionally, but, but normally uh, you'd find that they uh, – 
tend to give up after a while and then move on if they think they're going to come second. So. All right, well, I mean, we did just recently adopt a pet steer uh, in Serena. Why are you talking about our steer? I don't know if we can adopt Buffhead with him. Oh, I don't okay. know if they would coexist. I thought you were like going to offer steer <laughs> up as <laughs> sacrifice. No, no, no. Well, he's, I would never. Well, I can tell you, mate, he's, he's got a head for radio yeah. at the moment. It's not looking too flash. We'll yeah. put him on our It'll next photo shoot. be a great company. All right, Steve Watson from Sunday Crocodile Safari. You can check him out online. Put your bookings there. Uh, we're in Buffhead's corner. Hopefully he wins. When, when did Rocky eventually beat the big bastard, Drago, in the third? One, hopefully, it's like Rocky. Three. Yeah, let's order yeah. uh, Buff had a grey tracksuit so that he could do some laps of the Prosopite River. Send him to Philly. Good on you, Steve. Appreciate it, brother. Right on, man. Cheers, guys. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Australia struggling a little bit at the Cricket World Cup. Uh, AB, they're over two so far. Mm, not a good start. In action tonight against Sri Lanka. Uh, 6.30, I think, is kickoff for that one on nine and probably KO and all that too. Um, and, you know, a lot of it is that they're on, you know, the world's biggest stage, right, a World Cup, and they're saying a lot of the players are getting nervous. And I, I totally understand that because much like playing for Australia, I played second division sub-districts cricket for the Turinga Rovers in the Brisbane competition. <laughs> wait, wait. Much like playing for Australia. It's a massive competition. In the inner western suburbs of Brisbane no, in play. second grade. Yeah, it was very hard to crack ones at that time. Anyway. I, was I, that just the team that they made because there was a couple of extra players that wouldn't make it no, into the No, it first? was a high-quality competition, Annabelle. <laughs> um, and and sure. I, I would liken the nerves being the same. Particularly, i never forget the second game I ever played for them, right? My dad came to watch, and my dad had never seen me play cricket before. Um, so it was special for me. I've been Is that playing the first and last time? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I want to tell you a quick story about it because I, I remember it during this World Cup. And, and what I love about um, great players of any sport or whatever it might be is that the well, they say the cream rises to the top in big moments, like your dad coming to watch the best players at any level of sport. Uh, we'll always put on a show, whether it's footy, you score three tries, or maybe you're a public speaker and you do the best speech of your life in cricket. You know, if you're a batsman, as I was at that stage, opening the batting, you go on to score 100. And I never, I get goosebumps when I think about this day. So, 100? Well, I was playing for the Turinga Rovers. We were playing Logan Brothers or something like that. And they had this big, mean opening bowler. And he was a real a-hole. He said things I could never repeat on the radio. I was a 20-year-old kid at this stage. And you know when you got that steely gaze, that focus? I knew my dad was sitting out at the cover boundary and I just I wanted to put on a show for him. So very first ball of the game, I thought, I'm, I'm going to make my mark here. I'm going to hit a boundary to start. Big, ugly, mean arsehole delivers. E. Lovejoy, blazing cover drive. Caught behind, none off one ball. <laughs> I remember trudging off that field, AB, and it was one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life. I, I remember, and I hate myself for it, I went the bat throw, and this is over-the-shoulder bat throw, would have been about 20 metres, it hurt actually, and then when I picked that up on the way off, because you got to take your equipment with you, I remember very vividly taking off my helmet and smashing it against a rock, yelling mature, the loudest F-bomb I've ever yelled in my life whilst the Logan fielding team is laughing, and my dad told me he's never been more disappointed in me than he was at that moment. He wasn't angry. Disappointed was the word he used. Doesn't really have a purpose for the Australian Wait, how tonight. old were you at the time? 20-ish. Okay. Essentially 25. And this was 10, 15 years ago? A couple. Yeah. 
how have you not grown at all what in you mean? any way? I'm very calm I play golf with you, mate. Come uh, on. Golf's a shit game, and that's why my <laughs> clubs live at the bottom of the 16th at Rose Bay. If you're not already, we bought a steer many months ago for $12. He lives on Instagram too, Wombat the Steer. If you want to say hello to Wombat there. He's been quiet on Instagram. Actually, like. yeah, he has. we got to nudge him. Yeah, give him a, a brand. He's like, nah, treat me better. Give me treats and then I'll post. I think he gets paid every time he posts. Which is, anyway, he can That's better that. than us. <laughs> um, one triple three five three Queensland, I want to know what you accidentally grew. And I know the first thought goes to... I don't actually believe anyone's ever accidentally grown that before. So one triple three wait, five three. Wait, wait. Sure. I have a friend that has. Save that story. We'll get there in a second because uh, I had one of the most magical moments of my backyardian life today. I, I'm not a great garden person. I actually, I, I pay a you bloke to do pee on my your yard. garden all the time. I pee in the bush. It's a, so do you really expect anything's going to grow from that? But I do turn the sprinkler on a couple of times a week in my allotted hours and, and do it all the right way and whatever. And I've had this one palmy plant. I don't. I couldn't name you two flowers. I don't know what this is. This palmy plant that's green and lovely that I always make sure I water because it's nice. Um, and I've been in my house now nine months-ish, something like that. And and I can see the plant getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it's a beautiful thing. And then I went to yell at the dogs this morning because they're being arsehole, <laughs> shock horror. And I walked around the corner to my big beautiful green plant that I don't know the name of, my ferny thing. And... <laughs> I oh, shit you not, I've grown a pineapple. I, I, by the way, didn't know the pineapples grew above ground. If they were above ground, I maybe thought they grew from trees. But no, they grew, grow from big green ferny things. And I have the beginnings of this succulent pineapple sitting on top of this green ferny bush thing like it's sitting on a throne. I've accidentally grown one of the most succulent fruits known to man. This is my greatest achievement. Do you wee on that area? No, we on the other side. I water Are you that sure? area. Well, I'm not. Sure. I probably have weed there at mm. some stage, but it's not my so normal. I was going to say, bring it in. We'll have a team pineapple, but I, I'm not comfortable. I did. I won't lie. I did a little bit of the wombat manure that we're giving out across the state. Our steer, and I did put some That's in that area. So potentially one triple three five three Queensland. I'd love to speak to Queenslanders that one day were dig- dicking it. They weren't dicking. They were digging up their veggie patch. Um, Same-shaped object. Maybe you picked up a big zucchini that you know that you didn't plant. It just popped up there one day. We did have that, actually, when we were kids. Mm. Uh, we used to eat watermelon in the pool. My yep. mum didn't trust us. She was like, mango and watermelon, you yep. can eat it in the pool, you're messy. Yep. So we'd eat the watermelon in the pool, and then we'd spit the seeds over the edge. Right. A bit of, like, water would splash around. Perfect. It watered the... Perfect conditions. We grew a chlorine watermelon. It's like the time I the accidentally the defecated pool. in the pool. Very similar. Yeah, um, totally. What's the What's the other one? Oh yeah, my friend. Well, I mean, now I'm questioning everything. I don't believe these stories. One triple three. But he's five, a da- three. like he's a dad he with two young kids, and he reckons that one of his neighbours is. Of that persuasion, why are you talking into about like it's a bad thing? You're allowed to be a pothead legally, and sometimes. he throws it off into his yard because one day right. it started to sprout throughout his lawn, yeah, and he's right. one of those lawn guys. So he's yeah. like, "What the hell's this?" Yeah, realized pretty quickly. He recognized it pretty quickly, and it, it won't stop growing in his lawn. Hopefully, the kids aren't picking it up like parsley. They are. They were. They were. That's his kid so was playing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> napping bad. all the time and so hungry. He claims it's accidental, right? But yeah, no, no, I'm sus. I don't know if those stories exist, but one. Triple three five three, whatever your tale might be, what did you accidentally grow? Have you stumbled on uh, gardening expertise like I have now? The proud owner of a pineapple. One Do you tri- get to be called a fruitier yet? You can call me. What's the gardener that isn't cancelled? You can call me that. 
Not 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 him. No, Jamie Jury. Costa. Jury. We love Costa. We one, love Costa. One, yeah, triple, Costa. Not the other bloke. One triple three five three. What did you accidentally grow? Let's go to Rocky first. Lisa, what did you accidentally grow? Um, we actually accidentally grew pumpkins and tomatoes. <laughs> okay, so my accident was I moved into a rental. These plants were already there, and you know, go bingo. Shout out to you the actually owners. cared for it properly. Yeah, how did yours go about? Uh, so we used to have chickens, and we'd throw them the scraps, oh. and then obviously, yep, oh, and then for free the fertilizer where their, their water was. Um, and we used to get heaps of tomatoes and pumpkins off them, and then they died off when the heat comes. So, That's and we don't have chickens anymore because the dogs next door ate them. Oh, oh. Lisa, a necessary <laughs> sad finish. Sad story e- to you, but don't. Good God. Okay, Townsville now for Sue. What did you accidentally grow? Please don't. And if you are going to do any animal deaths, yeah. can we have a warning at least? Yeah. <laughs> I've got no animal death. Thank you, sir. Although that could quite, yeah, that could come up to right. be an animal death, whether okay. it be the the possum or the bat pinching the um, pawpaws that I've grown mysteriously. I don't even like pawpaws, so. Um, but I'm looking underneath the tree, the biggest tree now, and it's got five big ones and seven little ones. Sue, I hate to tell you this because it happened to a friend of mine. The bats drop the seeds from other pawpaws off at other people's houses. It's oh, happened well, before. That's why there's go. so many mango trees around. <laughs> you just crush her dream. She thought it was a miracle. Yeah, you just broke yeah that. pretty much. Well, that's fun. The animals did the it's job. It's fun baking people's dreams, crushing their hearts. No, it's fun learning right. fun animal we had, facts. We had chicken death, then you crushed Sue's life. Let's finish with Shelley in Rockhampton. Shelley, what do you got for us? What did you accidentally grow? Accidentally was growing a yandy plant in some shrubs that were delivered by council in Darwin to Palmerston in the new when it started out many, many years ago. A lot of people don't know what yandy is. Is there another word for it oh, you could use, okay. maybe Shelley? <laughs> Marijuana. There we go. <laughs> Wait, Shelley, <laughs> the council gave you those plants. Yeah, well, see, Palmerston, when I was living there, I was only young. Yeah. And um, to establish the area, they gave out heaps and heaps of plants and shrubs to everybody. And just so happens in a tray we received, there was, yeah, little yandy, oh, oh, marijuana plants growing. Yeah, lots of people, like 18 to 30-year-olds, suddenly moved to the area. Yeah. All of the restaurants go nuts yeah. in the afternoon at 4.20 p.m. It's great, right. great strategy for the population. Sh- Shelley, and be honest, because you can't get in trouble on the rush hour. That's the number one rule. What did you do? What did you do with it? I don't remember. It was that long ago. Or you, you smoked Yeah, so you much. don't remember yeah. for a good reason, Shelley. Ate a lot of Cheetos afterwards <laughs> on you, Shelley. <laughs> Producer Luke joins us as well. Happy Monday, team. Now, I know we've just gotten back from uh, Sydney. The radio awards are on. I know we're not talking too much about it, and I know it's because we didn't win any. We were nominated for five, and we won zero. And that could be a record, by the way. I'm yeah. proud of us. Yeah. Maybe we'll win the award for the least one awards next year. Well, I said we're becoming yeah. the Leonardo DiCaprio of the radio awards. We'll Dating 24-year-old women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, Let's take a different direction than him. Let's go with that anyway. But look, I thought I don't want you guys to be too down in the dumps over the result because it's Monday. It's a new week. Yes. We move on and we live and we learn. And through the words of Theodore Roosevelt, the only man who never makes a mistake is the man that never does anything. 
So I don't want you but to not Elliot do anything. Elliot doesn't do anything. And I make plenty of mistakes. He makes heaps. <laughs> exactly. That's like the, it's a worse version of the Jordan quote where it's like, you know, I I don't know what he said, but something about taking a lot of shots and missing some is sweet, which you, I don't really understand. You summarised that really well. Thank you. you miss 100% of the shots said. that you don't take? Yeah, that's really well done. But well, I also miss about 70% of the ones I do, so I'd what's worse? I'd love to worse? see you shoot a basketball with those little hands. <laughs> Would you go I used to shoot netball. Yeah, but it's different. But what? you know what? I only would be able to be shooter at netball if it was yeah. indoor because they had the nets around. So oh, my so technique Backboard. was that I rebound because otherwise everybody how, would. How do you rebound when you're four foot two? Just a around the defender. Trust me. No, no a rebound is when it like bounces off something and you catch the ball. Yeah, so it's netted. Yeah, I get that. And the that. nets were quite bouncy. So right. the, I would be holding it there, the defender's over me. Right. I just up. Bouncy would go into the hoop. That's, <laughs> that's not a rebound. Very visual. Right. What's that then? That's just shooting. That's just yeah, shooting. Yeah, rebounded the ball. off the net. It bounced. Okay. Well, on court I'm netball, there's no nets. Yeah, we don't have a backboard. Okay. So yeah. sorry, I was thinking basketball anyway. terms. All right. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> good start, guys. Another way to just derail this one every week. We got forty seconds, so we have to go. Alexander the Great also said, "In the end, when it's over, all that matters is what you've done." Let's just continue being doing stuff. Wasn't he a dick? I don't know. Do you know how he's remembered Alexander the Great? No. Would there be anyone out there that will be remembered as something the not great? Like, did he know at the time that he was the great or was it afterwards? You could go down as Annabelle the asshole when it's all said and done. (laughs) I'd say what yours is, but it's not radio friendly. AB tried but failed. Oh. There we go. That's what we'll go into Tuesday with. (laughs) So motivated. With sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.